And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is the Art of Health podcast. How are we doing, everyone? So, the subject of this podcast. Well, actually, before I launch into that, if you'd like to support the podcast, support the taco party, support whatever it is that I do, and I am not wholly sure of that myself anymore, truly. <laughs> But if you'd like to show your support, you can do so monetarily through Patreon, even if it's just a dollar a month. Actually, I'd prefer only a dollar a month, since that seems most reasonable to me. So if you'd like to show your support, go find me on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. That aside, that aside. So the subject of this podcast is on writer's block. And I've talked about writer's block a little bit in the past. I talked about writer's block when I discussed content mindset, how you have to be able to create content, how you have to be able to come up with ideas from infinity. But I didn't cover writer's block necessarily as a subject unto itself. So let's get into that, because I find writer's block is not just about writer's block. Writer's block is idea block. Writer's block is an issue for anyone that is artistically minded and needs to create and be productive. We live in a society now that is shifting towards a time period in which artistry is the conducive pathway for helping people to better understand reality, Artistry is a pathway for people to make sense of the infinite world of data that we live in. Artistry is the way to take the physical and to take the spiritual and combine them into something that is accessible. Accessible. So artistry is the age that we are occupying. I call this the age of the artist. This is the age of the artist. This is the age of heroes. This is the age in which Human beings who can embody ideals and live them out, and human beings who can capture ideals and make them understandable, both on the mundane level and the profound level, these people are going to lead the future. So writer's block, then, it's not just about writer's block. It's not just about writers who can't write. It's about anyone that needs to be creative and needs to harness that creative power. But speaking specifically now to writer's block, what is it that blocks people from writing? The fundamental issue I have found, since I'm a writer, I, I can say that I support myself for my writing. I can say that I have a career based upon my ability to write. I write every single day. I write thousands of words a day. Uh, at minimum, I'll write about 1,000 words. At maximum, I've written 6,000 words a day, 10,000 even. I've, I've had an output that if I was to this added up in my head word by word, it is quite likely approaching a million words in the past two years. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of writing. And I would not have been able to do that had I had writer's block. So what is the fundamental issue with writer's block? The fundamental issue with writer's block, as I have seen it, is number one issue, identity. Writers have an identity of a tortured artist. Writers have an identity of the artist in conflict. Writers have an identity in which they can only write about one thing and they obsess over one thing and if they cannot write about that thing, then they cannot write about anything else. 
Writers are people who are in love with their own self-defeating narrative. Writers have stories about themselves, stories that are self-limiting, stories that put boundaries on their ability to produce. Writers are people who... Writers are people who, said simple, they are in love with their own tragic hero mythology. And anyone that's a writer that knows anything about telling stories and narratives and mythos will understand that. Writers have a tragic hero mythology in which the role of the writer is not simply the role of someone that writes, it is the role of the afflicted creative soul, the person who is trying to express truth, but they are held back by whatever their shortcomings, whatever their pains, whatever their personal ailments are, whatever their psychological dramas are. Writers hold themselves back. So writer's block is not an issue in which there is nothing to write about. There are only there are there are always there are always things to write a block. Write write about. <laughs> there are always things to write about. Writer's block is an issue in which writers rather than view the world as one in which they can infinitely create from, they view the view the world as one in which they can only singularly extract from. They can only write about one thing. They can only write about one story. They can only write if they're in pain. They can only write if they're motivated. I don't buy into any of that. I don't buy into any of that because throughout history, there have been amazing writers. There have been amazing minds who have produced endless, 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 endless works, massive volumes of work. And they never suffered from writer's block. Writer's block is a 20th, 20th century affliction, as I see it. Writing is easy. If you can make a living from writing, if you can make a living from sitting at a desk, sitting in bed and typing away at a keyboard, you quite simply have it better than 99.99% of people have ever lived. That is a comfortable existence. It is. And one could say that's the superficial blue-collar comparison uh, in which you're comparing writing to working a labor job, and what does that say about you? And that means you look down upon people who do labor or skilled labor, and that's a false comparison. And maybe it is those things. But speaking, relative to my opinion, I don't consider writing to be that hard. Anyone can write. That doesn't mean that you can write well, but anyone can write. And if you had to choose between writing versus most occupations in the world... Writing is one of comfort. It is. Now, the modern writer, the modern writer and the the inception, the development, the birth of the blocked writer, that is, like I said, it's a 20th century neurosis. A lot of writers, and I think it, I think it, I think personally it arose perhaps during the 1920s, 1930s, in which you had a generation of people living post-World War II, the lost generation, um, as they're you know, sometimes called, uh, the Hemingway, Fitzgerald generation of those writers, you know, the Americans in Paris. You had this generation of writers in which they're trying to write about the horrors of war that have happened, the sorting out process of what the modern world has become and what it will be. And perhaps in that you have people who they are drawn by their own pain, they're drawn by their past, they're drawn by their past, and they're trying to make sense of their own pain. 
They're trying to make sense of their own pain, and they're trying to rationalize what has happened. They're trying to find sense in all of it. And certainly that's a difficult process, and one can say that you might have many blocks in that process. But those are not writer's blocks. Those are personal blocks. Those are personality obstacles. But it seems to me that the mythos of the blocks writer, the mythos of writer's block, it seemed to arise during that time period. And then over time, it became something of an intellectual sort of disease. I'm a writer, and I'm suffering from writer's block, and I just can't write about my subject anymore and the story that I'm trying to develop. It is just taunting me, and I have no idea in which the depths I must drive into to try to find the, the, you know, the narrative that I'm seeking. And you can start inserting all these 10-cent words into a 2-cent topic. <laughs> that is how I would deem it. And, and what is it? What is it really? It's, it's a person that's caught up in their own intellect. They're caught up with their own smarts. They're in love with themselves, and because of that, they are getting in the way. Their mind is in the way of the mind. Yeah, it's always an irony of human beings that if we command the body with the mind, the body follows. If we command the mind with the mind, the mind goes into war with itself. And that's writer's block for you. It's the mind going into war with itself. And then on top of that, we construct narratives out of it. Writers have their egos attached to it. Writers have an ego investment in being the tragic creative. And they run with that. People run with that their whole careers. And ironically, though, the most successful writers, they're the ones that quite simply produce the most. They're the most consistent. So for all the talk of writer's block, for all the narratives that get spun up around it, they're made irrelevant in the face of the prolific writer's success. You can have someone like Stephen King. You can have someone like Isaac Asimov. You can have someone, uh, say, Arthur C. Clarke. You can have someone, you know, say, who else? John Chrissom. Now, now, maybe these men are not esteemed writers in your mind who wrote masterpieces, but they're certainly successful writers. They're certainly ones who make their living from writing. Maybe for many writers, it seems to be a romanticization that you're not a writer unless you've written the great American novel, unless you've written a masterpiece. But there's writers that wrote multiple masterpieces. There's writers, let's say, um, who's a writer that had multiple masterpieces? Someone that everyone would know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Of course, when, when I go to seek the thought... Nothing comes to mind, you know, since that's just how it goes. But a writer that's had... Mo- mo- oh, uh, Dostoevsky. 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 I can never say it right. Um, <laughs> but there, there you go, right there. You know, h- how many masterpieces did he write? Uh, you know, one, two, three, four, you know, arguably you know, four or five masterpiece books that shaped the 20th century. Multiple, multiple books. You know, for Nietzsche. Nietzsche. You know, how many books did he write that were masterpieces? Many. How much did someone, let's say, like Jung write? Volumes and volumes and volumes of work, all of which, maybe they're not fiction masterpieces, but they are certainly masterful. All great men throughout history have produced multiple, multiple, multiple works. They all found it in them to write and write often and write prolifically, and the more prolifically they wrote, the better they got. So perhaps their narrative was one of production and creativity in which they viewed their creativity as a flood, not as a tightly wound, plugged up uh, faucet, which dripped out. I had a 
funny little experience on Twitter, and I forget the person's name since I blocked the person immediately, but someone mentioned to me that just because you write often doesn't mean you write perfectly. True. This is because I write every day does not mean I write perfectly. But if we are chasing perfection, whom is more likely, who or whom? I, another thing I never quite know, which is the right form is, I should probably look that up because it's good to know how to talk well. <laughs> but if you are chasing perfection, who is most likely to reach perfection? The person that writes infrequently and is in love with their own masterpiece or the person that writes prolifically and often and doesn't care about being perfect, but only cares about improving. Whom is more likely to reach perfection? He who practices often or he who practices little? That's an easy question. Easy question, easy answer. The prolific person, the person that practices often. If you write every day, you get better every day because you are writing every day. And if you do a process continuously, naturally, through the act and ritual of doing it, it hones and develops itself. So writer's block is never really something that you suffer from. If I was of the mindset myself where I had to write masterpieces every single day and I could only write about one subject, I have no doubt that I'd suffer from a block. But is it because I can't write? No, it's because I've chosen to write about only one thing. And subsequently, I've created the obstacles within my mind. I've created the boundaries that I can't climb over. And now I feel blocked by them. Now I feel suppressed. Now I feel held back. But I did that to myself. Creativity is infinite. Ideas are are, are infinite. Reality is infinite. The universe is infinite. If you approach writing that way, then you are never limited by subject, and your writing will reflect the creativity and the wonders of the world. That's why the best writers can write about multiple things. They're not just confined to a genre. The worst writers can write about one thing only one time, and maybe, maybe if they're lucky, they'll hit something out of the park and have that one masterpiece. But more, more often than not, more often than not, they'll just fail at it. How many people are failed writers? How many people can never finish their novel? They can never finish the one story they want to tell. Imagine that. Imagine only being, being able to tell one story. No wonder you got writer's block. You're focusing on one thing. You've, constru- you've put all your creative energy, you've put all your creative power into one thing. And it surprises you. It surprises you that you've tripped yourself up. Huh. It should not surprise you. If you want to be a writer, if you want to be a creative soul, if you want to be somebody that leads the future, today, tomorrow, next day, for the next decade, forever, forever long you want. If you want to be someone that is on the edge of tomorrow, you have to be able to be creative all the time. And that doesn't mean necessarily that you are creating every single day. Maybe you're not. But you must have the way of being in which your creativity is not bound by your mental limitations. Your creativity must not be bound by a story you tell yourself, that you're afflicted and in pain, and you can only be motivated if things are hurting you and if you're struggling. Too many artists fall into that trap. Too many. And music, perfect example. How many musicians, how many bands produce one great album, and they can never produce anything great again because they're no longer hungry. They no longer have that raw emotional energy of the struggle driving them. Tricks are for kids. The struggle is part of adolescence and early maturation. If you can never get over the struggle, if you can never get over the fallen hero myth of the writer, if you can never get over the romanticization and the idolization of your pain and your need to have something be pricking you and ailing you to get yourself going and get yourself writing about something, 
you're never going to be great. You're never going to be good. You're not even going to be good. And if you are good, it's because you got lucky at it. Not because you prepared yourself or planned yourself or made yourself into that. So to write, to overcome writer's block, let go of the entire story. Don't cope with it. Don't try and reconcile with it. Get rid of it. Toss it out. Toss it out completely. Tell yourself and live out a story that you are an infinite writer with infinite ideas and you can write and produce from infinity and that there is nothing stopping you. Now, if you write that way, I guarantee you're writing if you really want to pursue it and you can write well and you stick with it, your writing will be successful in some capacity and who knows what it will lead you to. But if you approach it from the bound mindset and you're all tied up and blocked up, not going to go anywhere. So, that's my take on writer's block. Hopefully you guys found that useful. I will say good night and best of fortune. Love you all. Talk to you all again.